Welcome to the Sobriety Circle, a podcast about the highs and lows of sobriety as young Indigenous women, with your hosts, Jade Roberts and Leora Badger. Disclaimer, this podcast may contain some triggers regarding drinking. Our stories and experiences are our own, and the things that have worked for us might not necessarily work for you. We hope you enjoy this episode. This is episode five of the Sobriety Circle with Jade and Leo. We are talking about relationships, dating, friendships. Shocking up. (laughs) Shocking up ships. All the ships. Laura, how do you date when you're sober? What are the what are the tips? I guess like how has your perception of dating changed since you got sober? Like did you do you act different now? Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I think the biggest perk of it all of like being sober and stuff and dating and stuff like you're never sending a drunk text I mean I've never have to deal with a drunk text the next morning yes like. <laughs> because you feel like shit when you do that oh it's so embarrassing you wake up the next day and you're like why did I send that what was I saying Truly, yeah I don't have to worry about that anymore yeah no that's something I've like I noticed in the beginning because I'd be like oh, I don't care, like, I don't care, like, I'm just gonna go to the club and have fun with my friends, and all of a sudden, I'm, like, five T's in and sending a text, like, I just think it's funny how. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. The next morning, I'm, like, so embarrassed. I'm, like, ew, I don't care that much. Like, why did I do that? That's embarrassing. (laughs) That's actually really funny and accurate. (laughs) I just think it's funny, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so true. No, but um, like since I've been sober, fucking <laughs> like, my communication has just been like, it's a skill now. I just know how to do it. <laughs> Before like, true, yeah. It's always like very like I don't know like very petty things, very petty, silent treatments, little games yes that's what i think about when i was like like dating and something like that like when i was drinking yeah very toxic yeah i noticed too yeah the communication for sure like not about the games like when i first got sober and i was single i it would have been my first time ever like dating around and being sober and i just yeah i didn't want to like deal with the games with people like i want wanted to be straightforward and like this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I don't want. This is what I'm not looking for. More mature. More maturity. Yeah. And like the, I guess the being sober and like the therapy and like working on yourself is like a, plays a big part. Oh, and then what they do say, whoever they are. Kidding, but <laughs> whoever like it, he is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, because when I was like in treatment and stuff like that like a big thing that they would promote like your first year of sobriety like be alone like you have to like you know help yourself like fix yourself and like deal with like all that you have to deal with and so they like they promoted and like being single for a year yeah did I listen no (laughs) well yeah I think that's like different for everybody I don't know no but it is but like that's when because one day would say to me and I'm like why like I don't need to do that yeah so it is different for everybody but because when I 
like in my first year of sobriety like I wasn't single but then around like 10 like 10 months that's when I was single and I was like okay like I'm just gonna do it like for a year just so I can and it was like the most beneficial thing yeah I'm like if I would have listened then I could have avoided so much but like no obviously everything happens for a reason but like the last year has been like so beneficial so now I like when I like I guess when it comes like to like friendships too and relationships like I'm just I can show up better yeah if that makes sense it's like <laughs> focus on that relationship with yourself first yeah it's always that like cliche like you can't love someone until you love yourself <laughs> I fucking hate the cliches but when they come up I'm like oh they make sense now <laughs> but it's it is completely different for everybody true yeah so it's like not like if you're not alone in your first year of sobriety you're doing it wrong no that's yeah. not it yeah. but definitely for some people well for me it helped <laughs> yeah okay what about like what was it like or is it like going on dates with people like actually going out on a date oh well my first date <laughs> when I was like newly single and like sober like for the first time like by myself doing it or whatever and I went on my first day and he he got hammered (laughs) he's like can you drive my truck for me and I was like oh my god but that was like very beginning at the time too when I didn't really have boundaries set and I was just like oh it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah so I was just like whatever but now that I look back onto it like if I was gonna go on a date today and like he got hammered I'd be like okay I'm going home like I'm leaving yeah that's not it I know (laughs) I'm just thinking, like, that's fucking tragic. Like, I... <laughs> no thank you. Gets hammered on the first date. See ya. <laughs> I guess for me, it's like, I was going out on dates and stuff and meeting people, and it was very, like... I was getting anxiety and feeling like, oh my god, I'm gonna go out for dinner, and, like, I can't have a drink to, oh, like, wait. calm my nerves, or, like, sometimes I'd even have, like, a drink at home before going out. Just because, like, that social anxiety or just the anxiety of meeting someone new, I couldn't handle that. Yeah, that was, like, <laughs> I needed that. Like, I literally relied on that. I would not go out or I would not go socialize or I would not go meet someone for the first time, like, without having a drink or without having alcohol. I would never do that. I could never imagine <laughs> doing yeah. that. So, like, walking into spaces, showing up places, meeting new people was a hard thing to do when I first got sober, it's like you feel kind of naked. Like you're showing up in a space or in a room or at a restaurant or yeah. with new people and you're kind of like feeling unsure about yourself. And so it took like a lot of confidence mm-hmm. and like facing a fear head on and just like doing it anyways. Without, yeah. Without alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Like and it's just like opportunity, like to, to like to build your confidence, like real confidence, not liquid courage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And like, I think I mentioned this to you before, like this summer when like I was first getting sober, I would still go out with friends and all that. And I had no issues. Um, but it took me a little while to get comfortable in those spaces. And like, that liquid courage not being there like it took me a couple times going out to actually want to dance yeah in front of people or to go up to new people and like say hi or start up a conversation it took me a while it took me a couple tries going out <laughs> and then I was like then I finally noticed I'm like you know what all these people in this bar are like blacked out they're not gonna <laughs> care if they see you dancing like mm-hmm and 
Oh my god, that took me a while. Fuck, it took me like I don't know, a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it obviously doesn't just happen overnight, but like it it gets better. Like you're allowed to go out still and have fun. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's definitely possible. Like you don't need alcohol to have fun. Like I've I've heard that all the time. Like oh, I don't. We don't need alcohol to have fun. And I was like, who's we? Like <laughs> I do. <laughs> same though same i remember like my mom would always say that too like oh yeah like yeah. that was something my mom would always say well you don't need alcohol to have fun i'm like yeah i do <laughs> but now i get it you know yeah now we've grown we've grown <laughs> okay i think i guess another thing that i wanted to ask you because i know like, you always, always hear this about, like, oh, I got sober and I lost all my friends. Mm. Like, has that happened for you? Honestly, no. Um, yeah. To begin with, I didn't really have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start off there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say I have no friends. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, honestly, I feel like, well, hmm, let me think about that for a second. My close friends, no. I didn't have to cut off anybody. Mm. Um, but if I think about, like, people from back home, like, when I would go home and visit in LaRange, it was always based around, like, oh, I'm going to go out and, like, drink when I'm there and visit, mm. like, everybody. And now it's, like, I'll go home and I don't even see one person. Like, I stay at my brother's house the whole time. And so I guess, like, those types of friendships yeah, are, like, are not there anymore you have like friends who weren't actually friends yeah <laughs> the ones that are just there to drink yeah. yeah but yeah as far as my close friends like a lot of my close friends still drink and it doesn't bother me like i'll i haven't had to cut them off <laughs> yeah are you drinking bros <laughs> <laughs> but all the drinking bros are like nowhere to be found what about you what about me well I wouldn't say I had to cut a lot of people off, but definitely had to distance myself from a lot of people. And then so at times it does feel like, man, like where the, where's all my friends, man? I have no friends. Mm-hmm. But but like the way I've, at the beginning it was hard. I think last summer I struggled a lot. I was like trying to find like, well, like I've said before, like just like a new way to live my life. Cause I was still hanging out in all those same spaces and stuff. But like now, like the way I look at it, like, it's just like that all that like I guess all the alone time you get and stuff like from dissing yourself from per- certain people or situations and it just like makes room for more opportunity to like meet new people and like mm-hmm. that's just the way that's just the way I look at it true that's how yeah. we met yeah sobriety is how we met so yeah and I've actually been like meeting a lot of more people also yeah. Me so too. definitely, like maybe not right away. You're just gonna have this deadly right on little sober group. <laughs> and I'm not saying that like I don't like base my friendships on like whether they're sober or not. You yeah. know, I still hang out with a lot of my friends, and you just find the people that like fit. You know. Yeah. 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 Because I would say like yeah, majority of the people I hang around with still drink. Me. Yeah. Yeah. But they still fit into my life. Okay, I was going to ask you, would you ever date somebody that drinks? Like, if you were going to get into, like, a serious relationship again, 
does this person need to be sober or is it okay that they drink? I mean, they don't need to be sober. I think I've, <laughs> I think I've tried this like three times <laughs> in the last year and a half to date somebody who drinks and it's hard. Yeah. And then I think. Okay, wait, sorry. I'm going to cut you off. When you say someone who drinks, do you mean someone who occasionally drinks or someone who is like partying, like going out oh, on the weekends? So it's like a mixture of both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And my experience is definitely like the one, like the person that like drinks lots and whatever, like it's an every weekend kind of, the, lots would be like every weekend or like, it w- it was hard. It's hard. Yeah. Same for me. It's like. I I think I could date somebody that still drinks, but it's like I don't want to date somebody that's like a binge drinker or like a party animal. Like, it, but if we're going out for dinner and you have a drink, like that's not gonna bother me. Yeah, no, that's fine. I think it because I guess yeah, because I did have an experience where it was like that. Like if they were like an occasional drinker and like they like understood like why and drink and like were very respectful about it. So I think that is important. Like someone that like respects your decision and like that in that you know like they they respect you and like support you and if like you're unsure if you have their like real support then like that's obviously not yeah it's not it yeah (laughs) for them to have an understanding of why you're sober and like how it's beneficial for you and like why it's best for you like if they understand that then it's i think that's the best Mm -hmm. but if there's like if you have a friendship or whatever because I know I have had friends that would like joke around like oh just have one you know what I mean I mean I can take a joke too and I like I don't get too offended but it's also like there's no need for that yeah it's disrespectful yeah I'm like nobody has really done that to me yet Mm -hmm. I don't know if that will happen to me but I remember you mentioned that to me that that had happened to you yeah and I was like what the fuck like (laughs) Like, that kind of makes me mad. <laughs> I know, like, and it's just, or, like, people, like, will, like, reply to, like, well, just, like, a non-alcoholic drink. Like, oh, just, like, just have a normal drink. Just drink one. You know what I mean? I'm, like, that's how you know that it's, like, time to, like, obviously, like, distance yourself. You just need to surround yourself with people who, like, really support you and, like, want, what, want what's best for you. Yeah, like, those are not the people for you if they're okay with making jokes like that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, oh, another thing, because I know people are nervous, like, to go on, like, first dates or, like, to meet somebody because then they're, like, oh, my God, like, what if they ask why I can't drink, like, or, like, they're kind of, like, embarrassed to say you're sober, but, like, all you literally have to say is, I don't drink, that's it, end of question, and someone that is, like, respectful and, like, you know is a kind person, they won't be, like, oh, why, or, like, they won't question you. Like, yes. they're, like, the right people, like, will, like, wait for you to explain and tell when you're ready. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've gone on a couple dates where, like, um, I said that, yeah, I don't drink. I've been sober mm-hmm. for however many months. And then, like, it was left at that. Yeah. And then maybe, like, throughout the date, they might come back to the question and be, like, are you comfortable with, like, telling me why you don't drink? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was, like, and then I said, why like yeah so that was okay for me I didn't mind that um would you just give like a brief explanation yeah, I just would say like you know it was becoming an issue and I was like becoming like a binge drinker and mm-hmm. I just didn't like the way it was it was working out for me so I decided to quit 
Um, And then I also remember, like, specifically, I went on this one date and he knew that I was sober when we got there. And he, like, had ordered a beer, like, when we got there. And, like, forgetting, like, not an absent-minded thing. And then I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. Like, I wish that they had, like... I wish that I could have a beer or oh, that okay. I wish that there was like a non-alcoholic option, blah, blah, blah. And he felt so bad. He was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I forgot you're sober. Like, I can get, I can order something else. And I was like, no, dude, like, relax. It's okay. Like, you can drink around me. Yeah, like that's, yeah, I know I understand with that. It's just like, don't be getting hammered in front yes, of us. <laughs> yeah, like, don't be a weirdo about it. <laughs> Like, it doesn't help either of us. Because I remember, like, this one date I went on and he he ended up, like, getting, like, in too drunk. And he was just, like, you know, when you're kind of at that point where you're just doing a little too much and you're, like, not acting like yourself. And I'm yeah. just, like, okay, no. So <laughs> Yeah, that's cringy. Yeah. Cringy. But I used to be the cringiest, so I'm just, like. I know. I think about it. I'm like, ew. When I used to go on dates, and I would just like, I would get, I would be the one getting drunk mm-hmm. on the date and like looking like an idiot. Like I've done some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that's embarrassing to think about. But here we are now on the other end, <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> to end off this episode. I didn't pick a quote because, uh, yeah, I forgot. And Leora, busy girl, busy girl. Yeah, Leora kindly reminded me that it was my turn <laughs> to pick a quote, and I forgot. So she gave me a book of daily meditations for recovery, and I'm just going to flip, and whatever one it lands on, that's the one I'm going to say for this episode. Okay. I hope, I hope it's yeah. a good one and not a cringy one. <laughs> so stop. Ooh, okay, this is a decent one. The future depends on what we do in the present. Your future begins today. So the surest way to have a great tomorrow is to do something great today. Go out on a limb, kick your imagination into overdrive, put your stamp on something positive you have never done. And in so doing, you'll set yourself up for success now and in the future. Why not make your future self and your current self proud? Go for it. big things keep happening for us so a couple updates for you guys we now have some merch available we have tees and crewnecks you can find the link on our instagram at the sobriety circle or you could just check out www.bonfire.com slash the sobriety circle these are limited edition and the campaign is only happening until july 16th so make sure you get your orders in On top of that, we also have a online community that we started and we'd love it if you join us. You can find the link in our bio on Instagram or on Facebook. Stay tuned for upcoming events that are hosted online and in person. As always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook if you want to keep up to date with anything that's going on with the sobriety circle. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to leave us a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify.